Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason on Inside Sources. A special edition of Inside Sources, live from the Utah State Capitol on KSL News Radio. Well, we are live from the Capitol today. We are actually in one of the committee rooms. I actually think it's appropriate. Uh, this is where things uh, should be talked about. And as we come down the home stretch, it is the fastest 45 days, I think, in the country when it comes to legislative work. And it's an interesting thing to just watch how it plays out. Uh, some things are great. Some things are tough and, and challenging. And uh, we're going to dig into that a little bit in this segment of the program. Really thrilled to have Holly Richardson join, joining us uh, with Utah Policy and someone who's both uh, an astute observer of what happens here on Utah's Capitol Hill, and she's also covered it from all points of the compass. She's been a member of the legislature, so she's been on the floor on a final day. We'll talk about that in just a minute, uh, as well as someone who covers it regularly for Utah Policy and, of course, Deseret.com as well. And uh, Holly, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, boy. Isn't it great to be in a committee hearing room, uh, not having a committee hearing? You know, it's always it's always good to be back at the Capitol. So we have access uh, from our homes, and that's really great, but there's something really unique and special about being here. In yeah, there there is, and I, and I do love that. I was, I mentioned it during the first segment that I love the fact that I can see kids walking down the hallways and parents and young people going in to listen from the gallery yeah. and be part of that process. It, it is a good, good thing. Yep. Well, let's start with some of the things that are happening in terms of some policy. One area um, that I don't think has gotten nearly enough coverage uh, is around this whole area of domestic violence. You've been tracking this uh, specifically. Give us some updates there. Yeah, there's a couple of bills that are really uh, important bills. One of them is called Ohm's Law. It's after Ohm Gandhi, who was killed mm-hmm. by his father. Um, last year in a domestic dispute. So uh, it was a custody dispute. And so w- what happened is the the judge actually gave full custody to the dad, even though the mom was presenting evidence of, uh, we have a restraining order. He's threatened to kill us. He's threatened to hurt us. Um, and so what this bill does is say that the it, it, among many things, but it says that the courts have to take that into consideration if there is um, credible evidence. And if a child is saying, I don't want to go, they need to take that into consideration. Yeah, absolutely. And so does that move all the way through? It, it, hasn't, it hasn't yet, actually. So okay. it has some uh, last-minute amendments on the Senate side, and it's over on the House for concurrence, which mm. means they don't think there's going to be any disagreement, but it will go today, yeah. Okay. All right. Awesome. We'll keep our eye on that one as well. What else are you tracking as uh, you come down the home street? This is This is where the big flood... <laughs> The board gets full really fast, but what else is on your radar? It's so interesting. So um, one of the bills that is interesting to me is whether we're going to allow volunteer chaplains in schools. Mm. Um, That bill made it through to the Senate side, but the way it works at the end is they take all the bills off the board, they send them back to the Rules Committee, and then they parcel them back out. So that bill is sitting in the Rules Committee right now. Whether it comes out or not, we will see later, (laughs) right? Um, uh, Earlier today, they passed the NHL bill um, for the hockey revitalization district for downtown. Um, They passed the NIL bill, which is the name image likeness uh, bill for college athletes, exempting them from grammar, but also, you know, part of the process of how do those student athletes get, um, I guess, how do they allow companies to use their name, image, and likeness? Um, So those are a couple bills that already passed today. They just, before lunch, the House just passed a big energy bill. Um, energy independence and talking about how great Utah coal is and yeah. that, that one passed and 
Okay, onward we go. So I want to get in uh, for the next few minutes. I want to get into some of the process pieces uh, because yeah. again, you've you've <laughs> you've covered it from the outside. You've been on the floor for this uh, marathon yep. day. We always joke that it is the forty-five days, but the last day is like six years because <laughs> <laughs> it goes all the way to the end. And uh, just describe that for our listeners in terms yeah. of all the things you're trying to process and think through and vote on uh, as you go through the last day of a legislative session. Yeah. So the last day, I I would not be surprised if they pass at least 100 bills today. Mm. That's a lot, right? It means you're not going to have a lot of discussion time on the mm. floor on each one. So earlier this week, they passed 97 bills on Wednesday. They passed 85, I think, yesterday. Wow. Um, so there, it, it really speeds up. So there's no committee hearing. There's no public input. And, and what you're trying to do is especially if you're a legislator and you still have bills that haven't passed or haven't died, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, <clears throat> you're trying to make sure that your bill is prioritized by the other body. So if I'm a House member, which I was, then I want to make sure that the Senate is moving my bill to the top of the calendar so that mm. my bill gets heard before we run out of time at midnight. Yeah. And that's what happens, right? Every year you'll go to the interim session and people will say, this is a really good bill. It had a lot of support, but it died on the board. And what that means yeah. is they ran out of time at the end of the session and didn't get it passed. Yeah. I think that's always such an interesting thing to look at uh, because I think the things that we decide not to do yeah. when we start running out of time, you have to kind of get to the essence of the essence of things. Yeah. And so kind of walk us through that in terms of a of a process because, uh, again, I think it sends a big signal of what we choose to park sure. or what we let die or sure. what we postpone. Sure. Well. This this is a place where the behind the scenes there's a lot of politicking. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> so so the budget bills have already really the budget prioritization's yeah. already been passed. It's interesting there there is um there is a bill that has been killed, but it was um, prioritized and and funded, but the bill is dead. And so maybe they're going to bring it back, and that could be a zombie mm. bill because until the very last minute, anything could happen. So you can suspend the rules and you can pluck a bill out of the graveyard. <laughs> And you can vote on it again, or you can call a bill back and say, we want to reconsider our actions. We passed it, but we've had some behind the scenes conversation and now we're going to kill mm. it. I mean, so there's a lot of that kind of jockeying and, yeah. you know, working. If you're a house member, you're working with your Senate sponsor to get your bill up to the top. Um, the year that I was really focused on one specific bill, this has been a long time now, 2005, we started at the very beginning of the session. I think our bill was like number 26 of the House bill. So it came out early and it did not pass until nine o'clock at night on the last day of the session. <laughs> we were we were just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Passed that year, so and it's still law, so that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, just in our last couple of minutes, Holly, uh, anything surprised you this year in terms of things that we're focused on or things that we're not focused on? Yeah, I was surprised, actually, at some of the things that I saw. I saw a lot. It felt like a lot more resolutions. I never really did a mm. count. felt like a lot of message bills this year saying, you know, hey, you know, we're going to pass this resolution or, you know, you're running a bill that, you know, has no chance of being heard because it's coming out, you know, this week. Mm. Um, but you can go back and tell your constituents, hey, I ran this bill. Um, and I think some of that may have come from having the filing period moved to the very beginning of January. Yeah. So everybody knows who their opposition is, if they have any. I think that might have changed the nature um, of the bill. But I haven't, I, I didn't see as much 
focus on like family issues, for example. Mm -hmm. So there's a ton of bills that impact education. And I think you could fairly say family kind of touches all the areas of politics. But but as far as like childcare and how do we support families and, you know, there was a a tax credit that was extended for families of young children. And there was one bill, um, it was the same bill that allowed um, children to be in an unlicensed daycare. But other than that, there, there's there been a lot of other conversation, I think, about stadiums, about um, water, about yeah. energy, those types of things. But fewer bills really focus just on the family. Yeah, that, I thought that was interesting as well in terms of, again, a lot of big, big issues, stadiums, yeah, big. water, uh, environment kinds of things. Uh, so I think that's interesting. Just in our, our last minute, uh, I want you to go back to this idea of the, the filing period. So yeah. the fact that the candidates had to file before the session began yeah. so that everyone knows who they're gonna, likely to be up against in a primary or in a potential fall race. Right. Uh, just describe that impact for us real quick. Well, it's hard to know because you're either you either know exactly who you have, or if the filing period is mm-hmm. after it's over, then then you maybe have suspicions, right, yeah. of who you might have. But what that does is it allows people to focus their legislation or their talking points on the floor um, towards their voters. Right. So either the delegates may be in a Republican process or if they're in a swing district, they're going to make sure that mm. they're going to, you know, thread the needle between yeah. the people who are maybe more conservative and the people who are more liberal. There are some purple districts in our state, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that early filing period of saying we know exactly who we're campaigning against and how Mm. we're going to do it. You even see some legislators who are campaigning against the governor Mm. while they're legislating. That, I'm not sure I'm a fan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We will come back to that one because that's a, that's a big one because when the politics start to get right to the floor of the legislative process, that's, uh, that's where we rarely get good policy. We get a whole lot of politics. Holly Richardson, uh, of course, editor of uh, Utah Policy Daily and a member of Deseret News and a great insider uh, for us here and a great perspective as always. Holly, thanks for joining us. We'll step aside for some bottom of the hour news. When we come back, it's time for our weekly Inside Sources, Inside Look at Presidential Politics. It was a big week for that in the state of Utah. We'll do that coming up next. Stick around. We'll be right back.